The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to transform your life. Welcome to Direct Connect Empowerment with your host, Fee Mazanke. Our program will explore the concepts and ideas behind Direct Connect Coaching by introducing guests who are using or are aligned with this program and have used the ideas to transform their lives. It is our sincere hope that you can use this inspiration to do the same. Now, here is Fee Mazanke. Welcome to today's show. I hope that you brought your happy feet to the show today as our show topic is dedicated to a most important topic, and that is your happiness. And first, we want to take a look at our regular example of the boomerang effect. That's how we start out every single show. And the boomerang is our visual of what we put out in our lives is what we get back. And so today's question is, what is the boomerang that you throw out about your own emotions? And oftentimes what I have found in my life and in my experience and in my coaching practice is that people will only allow themselves the gift of feeling positive emotions. And I've seen people deny some of their so-called negative emotions such as anger, fear, and disappointment. And the idea of resisting negative emotions will boomerang in your life in the form of negative experiences or other people outside of your life demonstrating those negative emotions to you to kind of give you a wake-up call to deal with what might be going on inside of you. In fact, in a coaching session with one client a couple of weeks ago, the client realized that after suffering a very traumatic experience some 34 years ago, that she resisted all of her emotions as a means to cope with this very tragic event in her life. Now, what happened to her is that by releasing the tremendous sadness that she felt around that, she realized that by not feeling that sadness and just kind of putting it in a box and compartmentalizing it away, she actually denied herself the feelings of joy and happiness. And since that's what our topic is about today, I wanted to bring that as a boomerang example to all of you today. So it's really important to recognize that you are a human being with feelings. And by resisting your emotions, the boomerang that you throw out is resistance. And you're going to see that resistance in return. So be sure to feel all that you feel And then you can certainly enjoy the happy feelings that much more. You can get to those happy feelings that much more. So let's, speaking of happiness, we welcome Teresa Proctor to the show. Uh, let's, Let's join in welcoming Teresa to the show. We're really happy that you're with us today, Teresa. Thank you, and I'm glad to be here. 
I'm really excited about this. Now, let me give you a quick uh, introduction of Teresa. She, ambassador of happiness, is who Teresa Proctor is. She is a coach who has attended Coach Inc., where she participated in their three-year program. She is also the founder of DIG, a group that supports women entrepreneurs and stay-at-home moms to dream, inspire, and set goals, thus the DIG. Teresa believes that in order to be successful, you must first be happy. Now, after being married for 23 years, moving over 15 times during her marriage, and having three children, Teresa found herself getting a divorce with no clue of who she was and what she wanted. During her search for herself, it became clear to her that she wanted to be happy, to experience freedom, peace, authentic success, abundance in all areas of her life. And through her own personal journey, she has helped hundreds of people to find themselves and to create their own happy harmonies and authentic success. So we're really happy you can we're really happy that you can join us on this very important topic of happiness, Teresa. Thanks. I'm so glad to be here. Now, the other day I read this quote and these happiness quotes have come up for me several times, which is exactly how the universe works uh, in my life and in everyone's lives if you really open up to it. And so I just have been uh, inundated since we uh, had this discussion, boy, I guess a couple of months ago or a month and a half ago or so about um, you joining the show about happiness. And um, the quote was this by George Sand. It said that happiness lies in the consciousness we have of it. Now, would you say um, that's where happiness begins, Teresa, in the consciousness that we have of it? Um, What I would say is yes and no. Okay, let me explain that. No, in that we are constantly happy. Your soul is naturally happy. That's just who it is. It takes our ego, our mini-me, if you will, (laughs) the mini-me to set aside a little space for our happiness to come through. But we are always happy. You know, happiness is really your inner light, and there's no on or off switch. And we don't have to be aware that happiness is possible because it's already here. It's not about finding your happiness. You're already happy. You just have to connect to that part of yourself that is happy. Move that ego out of the way a little bit and say, hey, make a little bit of room for me. I love that idea and that concept of there's no on or off switch that, you know, that the happiness is already there and that and uh, you don't have to turn it on or turn it off. I really like that's great visual for me. Yes. So... And let's dive into what led you to the conclusion, Teresa, that happiness is what you really wanted in your life. Tell us a little bit about your story, kind of expand upon what we talked about in your intro. Okay. Well, about uh, 13 years ago, I was getting a divorce. And I had been married for 23 years at that point, And found myself in a position that I really didn't want to be in, but I was in it. Um, 
And so my grandparents passed away. Three grandparents passed away, and I had a wedding that I went to all in uh, a year and a half, I guess, during my divorce. (laughs) I filed for divorce. My grandfather died. Then my grandmother died. Then my grandfather got married again, and then he passed away. (laughs) Wow. And so, yeah, (laughs) it was a lot in about 18 months. So, but... What happened was I got to thinking about when my last grandfather died about what is it that all of these people had given me. And it was really that they had given me happiness. They made me happy. And the reason that they made me happy was because they uh, had unconditional love for me, which is happiness. And so that's really when I decided that I wanted to be happy. And to have that in my life and to have that unconditional love and acceptance in my life. And that's pretty much what led me to uh, finding my own happiness is just through that process. Because it is a process that you have to go through because we are naturally happy. Our souls are happy. But our egos, the mini-me, is just so huge that it covers up our happiness it, most of the time. And, you know, pain really comes from the misconception that happiness is outside of you. And happiness is not outside of you. It's part of you. It's part of your core. It's your soul. And that's what happiness really is. And it doesn't have to be fed by the fear or the mental junk that we tell ourselves, like that we're unworthy or or that we are not good enough, you know, because that's not what happiness is about. That's what the ego is about. That's what your mini-me is about, is the unworthiness piece of it. But happiness is really just pure, pure love from your heart. And fear is what really drives us away from our happiness, and it helps them happiness really to just disappear and when the happiness disappears that's when the fear becomes more strong and it's really difficult to connect to your happiness when your fear is so strong and it's overriding your very soul so i think that's a really amazing um concept to dive into a little bit further if we can because um I know I certainly have found in my coaching practice, Teresa, that um, fear really covers up happiness. So what do you suggest or what do you do to help people move through those blocks of fear so that they can feel what is really naturally theirs and what is certainly um, their, their birthright, who they really truly are? You know, one of the best things that I like to invite the guy, people that I coach is uh, just to perform random acts of kindness every single day, one random act of kindness. And I find that when they perform a random act of kindness, it reconnects them to who they really are, and that's their happiness, their love, their acceptance. And when you can accept other people through kindness, random act of kindness, you also accept yourself. It's not that you're just giving kindness to someone else. You're also giving that to yourself 
which is the most important thing about a random act of kindness. It's really you're loving yourself. Sure, that's the boomerang that you throw out. When you throw out an act of kindness to another, you certainly get that back. And that's what we talk about always as we open each of our shows every single week as we talk about what boomerang you are throwing out there. And certainly, as I mentioned at the top of the show, you got to recognize when you are in fear or when you are not happy so that you can do something to shift yourself into happiness or to allow happiness or allow your truth to be um, to be present, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. because... We all wake up sometimes, if not on a regular basis, sometimes anyway, um, not in a great mood. Right. You know, we get up on the wrong side of the bed, if you will. And you have to understand how to really move yourself out of that. And so much of it really and truly is just by your own thoughts. So if you can reconnect to a random act of kindness or through a meditation that will help you to move out of that bad mood, if you will. So definitely keep your thoughts, and we talk a lot, uh, so much about thoughts here on the show. Um, look at your thoughts, and then if you notice, uh, and I always say the thought precedes the feeling, and so if you notice that you're feeling off, you can kind of backtrack, go to your thoughts, and then Um, In order to put yourself into a a happy space, so to speak, um, doing something such as a a random act of kindness will help shift your thoughts so that then the mood can change, right? Exactly, because we all have that random rogue thought, right? That perception. And, uh, you know, that perception really is based on self-doubt and self-criticism, self-attack. And it plays mental tricks with us. And that's what leads us into lack and um, loss, isolation, neediness, dependency, pain. That's what tricks us into all of those negative emotions. But we're not those negative emotions. We're truly happy. Right. Our, our truth is happiness. And I think that's a really important message for everyone to know and understand, especially for the many, many people uh, that are out there in the listening audience that may be striving to be happy or needing the next step uh, uh, to get happy. They're, you know, they're looking and looking and looking again outside of themselves instead of uh, within themselves. Uh, yeah. You know, Looking outside of yourself is great. It's kind of what I call uh, the short term of happiness. And short term of happiness is great. You know, it's, it's when you buy that new car and you get that new car feeling and, you know, you feel so great when you're driving that new car until it gets its first sting. And, or you uh, buy a new purse or a new pair of shoes and it feels so great to have that. Or, you know, you have a great dinner and it feels so great to have that. And those are all things that remind us of who we really are. And they're short-term fixes, if you will, for happiness. But they're not long-term. They're just short-term. Right. And it's kind of like an introduction to us to remind us that, hey, this is here for you all the time. You can feel like this all the time. Right. So uh, we've got just a, a couple of minutes before our first break, Teresa. Do you have a short 
exercise that you can take our listeners through now to really get in touch with that happy space within? Well, what I'd like to invite them to do is just do a little meditation from now and through the break. It doesn't have to be long. The meditation doesn't need to take, you know, 15, 20, 30, an hour. It doesn't have to do that. Meditations can be a couple of minutes, you know, and that's what I would really like to invite your audience to do right now is just to sit back, relax, get in a comfortable position, close your eyes, take a few deep breaths, and just relax. And just try it out to see what happens. You don't have to do it for a long time. It can be a short little meditation. But just relax. That's really the most important thing when it comes to happiness is just relaxing and meditating and breathing because that's the best way to reconnect to your happiness. So if you're so if you're finding yourself Teresa going into kind of fear-based thoughts of the future your first recommendation as a happiness coach is just to sit close your eyes take a few deep breaths and just let yourself relax and kind of let go of the, the thoughts of the future so that you can just be fully present within yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's the best thing. Yeah. So first tool of the day is just breathe, relax, and be very present in order to connect yourself or remember the possibility of happiness um, and, and the attitude and feeling of happiness that already exists within you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Because we get so caught up and so um, our minds start going 50 million different directions into the future, into the past, and that's really what prevents us from our happiness. If you just can be present, just be in the moment, you will connect to happiness again. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, now that everybody has relaxed into the present moment, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back talking with Teresa Proctor, the happiness coach. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Social media is important to your business, but you might not know how to do it right. Doing social media yourself can be a challenge. 
I have discovered a company that gets it done for you. They post seven times a week to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Google+, and they can monitor reviews on over 45 sites at a price any business can afford. Get more information at GetSocialWithFee.com and get your free analysis to determine your company's social media effectiveness. Visit GetSocialWithFee, that's F-I, dot com, and find out more today. Because doing it wrong is worse than not doing it at all. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fima Zanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. And today we are speaking with Teresa Proctor, our happiness coach. And Teresa, what is your philosophy about what keeps people happy? Well, it's really just them being aware, being in the moment, you know, because we get so busy and, you know, we lose ourselves in our own busyness. We forget to really check in with ourselves and see who we are. And in the process of being so busy, we get so consumed with I am. So I am or I can't. And all of that is really ego-driven. It's the mini-me that's really talking. It's not your true, happy, loving, accepting self. And when you get so involved with the mini-me that you're always saying, I am or I can't, then you really lose who you are. And who you are is a question that we should all really ask ourselves and what do you want and what can you do and what do you deserve and what you don't want? That's a big question, too, that we don't really ask ourselves. And those are things that we really need to start to focus on to find out what really and truly makes us happy. I mean, my philosophy on happiness is that everyone is happy. It's just a matter of you setting aside your mini-me long enough to find it. And when you can do that, life can really be amazing. And you can find happiness in the smallest of details. And when you see that something is really challenging, if you can look at it from what can I learn from this situation, that's happiness. So in... in, um really kind of what what I've seen with my clients Teresa and and I know in my own life as I I I really spend a lot of time in silence so that I can understand my connection to my thoughts and what it is that that is you know being very creative in my thought world um is if if you see someone that their thoughts have kind of run amok into the past or into the future how do you teach them to reel that back in so that they can become present again? Well, one of the first things I would say is meditating. Right. 
<laughs> the second thing I would say is an act of kindness. And the third thing I would say is, hey, when was the last time that you wrote in your journal three gratitude opportunities? Because we have opportunities every single day for gratitude. And if you can write in a journal or a notebook or whatever, if you can write and find three things that you are grateful for, and I don't mean you're grateful for your car or you're grateful for this sandwich or something like that, but I mean three things that you can truly be grateful for. And that means like, I'm grateful to have this opportunity to learn blah, blah, blah. I'm grateful to have this opportunity to learn whatever it is. That's what I'm really talking about. So I'm grateful to be a part of this radio show right now. I'm grateful to have this opportunity to learn and grow by talking more about happiness with you today. (laughs) That's really what I'm talking about when I talk about gratitude. It's not so much about things or places or people but it's more about opportunities. Great. So let's talk a little bit about someone who really has the desire to be happy, and we see this so much in our society these days, um, but they're stuck in sadness or stuck in depression, and you know, a doctor or psychiatrist or psychologist wants to just give them the quick fix pill to change their mood or to kind of numb them, numb the uh, the negative feelings out. What can you recommend for people that are really, really stuck, kind of stuck in a muck? Okay. Well, first of all, I wouldn't suggest to anybody to get off their medication. <laughs> right. Um, but I do think, and I do know, because it's been proven by the University of Wisconsin has done studies on this, uh, that the happiness course can impact your happiness for sure. It has great happiness impact. And it really can change the way that you view your life. You know, life always gets better when you treat yourself better. And our innocence returns when we treat, start treating ourselves better too. So <clears throat> when I... Think about people who are stuck or in sadness or in depression. What they're really telling themselves is, I am the sadness. I am this depression. And that's just not true. You're not depressed. You're experiencing depression. You're not sad. You're experiencing sadness. And that's okay. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be depressed. It's okay to be on medication. But take the happiness course and see what happens. Because I know a lot of people have taken it, and according to the studies, their scores have gone off the charts. I know that there was a lady who was really, really stressed. And uh, she had a lot of anxiety in her life. And she was a stay-at-home mom. And on the chart, it went from negative 80 to positive 80. And she started out at a negative 34 and ended at a positive 55. That's a big change for someone who's going through a lot of stress and anxiety every single day. That's a big change. So 
I would say to stay on your medication. Don't stop it. But take the happiness course and see if it can't change your life. See if your life doesn't change because you start treating yourself better and you start living better. So the happiness course is a course that's on, online, is what you're saying? The happiness course is a course that I have, and I know that um, there's other people out there that probably teach it. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. it's a course that I have and um, that I offer to my clients, and I have uh, groups for my happiness course, and it's amazing what it does for people. I've seen people go from depression and anxiety all the time, constantly. They're constantly going back and forth to having very little to none. And it's all because of the happiness course. And so how can people find the your happiness course, Teresa? My happiness course is online. It's at TeresaProctor.com. You can go there. So you can find out more about it on my website. And you can sign up there for it, too. And then I will be giving a class in the next few months. And I will let you know when I'm giving you the class because it truly changes lives. Okay, so TeresaProctor.com and then just kind of look for uh, the happiness course there. Yeah, it's right there. It's, you can't miss it. It's on the home page. Okay. How about if we uh, take a walk through some other happiness uh, tools that you have, an exercise or tools? Uh, what else do you have in your bag for us today, Teresa? I'll tell you one of the best things to do for happiness and really just overall is to take a short 15-minute walk. If you can go out every day and just take a short 15-minute walk or take a short 15-minute walk around your office space or whatever uh, whatever the situation is that you find yourself in, just take that short 15 minutes a day and see how you feel. Pretty simple, a short 15-minute walk. Wonderful. And I, I certainly know the benefits and the value of uh, getting outside and walking. I do it every single day. Although, as uh, Teresa and I were speaking during the break, we've got a real cold snap here and it's a little difficult to uh, walk outside here in the Chicago area. But for those of you that are not in the Chicago area uh, and you have the advantage of uh, better, a little bit better weather, it's probably uh, easier to walk outside than uh, than we have here currently, but we're looking to change that very soon. Looking, our, looking to welcome spring into our world very soon. Um, so, a short fifteen-minute walk, and then is there anything specific that you have people focus on during the walk? Just being present in the moment. That is the most important thing that you can do. So, don't go out there and think about what you just did. <laughs> what you just removed yourself from, if you will. But think about what you're actually experiencing. Are the birds chirping? What does the grass look like? What does the flowers look like? What's going on? Are the cars loud and are they racing? Just be present in the moment and experience the moment. You know, the search for happiness is really, it's just the denial of happiness. We don't have to search for happiness because it's already here. 
And when we search for it, that's just really saying to the universe, I'm denying myself of my own happiness. That's crazy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, uh, I, I also, I, as I said to you during the break, Teresa, um, I had a, a breakfast meeting with someone that I, was, uh, that I, I met with uh, earlier today. And he, you know, a tremendously successful uh, man who's president of a big company and um, has a lot going on. And one of the things that he mentioned, which I, I feel is worth repeating to all of our listeners today, is that when he uh, comes home from work, um, he takes about two minutes in his car, in his garage, where he just lets go of everything, does a short little meditation, if you will, and um, kind of leaves the conversations or leaves the work that he had um, in the car because he said it's not going to do my wife or my children any good when if I bring that into the house. And I used to have a, a very dear friend uh, who passed away several years ago, and he used to call it the trouble tree. And the trouble tree, you just would hang your anything that you had that was difficult on the tree when you walk in so that you would be happy coming into the house. And he said, you could always walk out the door and pick those troubles back up if you want to, but some, most people don't really want to. And so he, that's what he called it, the, the trouble tree. So hang your troubles on the trouble tree and walk in the house so that you can be fully present and uh, ready to go. I love that, the trouble yeah. tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and that no, that's a great um, opportunity, really, that you give yourself to just release everything from the day, because your guy is right. <laughs> the guy that you spoke to today is right. That does not do the family or his relationship any good to take that stuff in, because really and truly, does do the children care? No. <laughs> No, they, they just want your presence. Yeah, dad coming in there and he's not happy, and they're wondering why he's not happy. But they see dad not happy. Right. Exactly. Um, what are some of the greatest transformations besides, obviously, the woman, uh, the stay-at-home mom that was really stressful and and scored from negative to positive on the happiness uh, in the happiness course? What are some of the other great transformations that you have seen? with regards to people focusing on their happiness? I've seen people go from being depressed, um, being on medication, to taking very little medication at the end of the course. It's an eight-week course that I give. And by the end of the eight weeks, they are taking very, very little medication. Now, that's amazing. (laughs) so because usually when people get off of medication it's kind of overwhelming because like you said the medication kind of numbs out their feelings and when they get back off the medication you know all those feelings are coming back and sometimes it can be overwhelming to people but when they go through the happiness course and they're on medication um, it's amazing because those feelings are just opportunities and that's what they learn and that's what they can learn to use to their advantage through the happiness course. It's, it's really amazing what happens with them. I've also seen people who are very successful and yet they don't feel satisfied. 
And that's really, really common. And by the end of the course, they understand that their happiness doesn't lie in their success. In order to be successful, you don't have to be happy. But to be happy, you will be successful. Right, sure. (laughs) Well, isn't it... Go ahead. uh, You will be peaceful, you know. It's happiness encounters and covers so many things that people don't realize that they'll feel more peaceful. They'll feel less stress. They'll feel, they won't feel depression anymore. There's just so many things. They won't struggle as much. They won't have as much conflict, as much lack. You know, the workaholic will not be there anymore because that doesn't serve them anymore. And that's what people don't understand. When you become happy and you focus on your happiness, success comes, freedom comes, abundance comes, health comes, peace, peace in your heart. You know, I hear people say all the time, uh, peace in your heart. I just want peace in my heart, just peace in my heart. But in order to get peace in your heart, you have to be happy first. Sure. Very, very true, of course. So um, so some of the benefits uh, being peace, success, freedom, uh, better health, op- more optimal health, uh, as people just maintain their focus on being fully present um, so that they can, again, just connect to that part of them or all of them that is really happy. And really, I guess, uh, on the counter side or flip side of that, disconnect from the thoughts the hap- or the, the, the thoughts that keep them kind of stuck, the, the self-critical, um, self-judging thoughts that keep them stuck uh, yeah. from experiencing their own happiness. Exactly. And, you know, when we say that we're stuck, what we're really saying is that we're separated, right? Yes. And when you're saying that you're separated, you're separated from what? You're really separated from your higher self. And your higher self is your true self. That's your soul. That's um, Your true self really is your godlike self. Right. So it's, it's God and it's everything that's involved with that. So it may be Muhammad, it may be Buddha, whatever you want to call it, but it's your higher self, your highest self. And when you separate that, it get, you become fearful <laughs> because you're no longer connected to that part of yourself, and that breeds fear. So what we're trying to do is to get people to reconnect to their higher self, to their godlike self, and that's where they're going to find their happiness. That's where they're going to find their love, and that's where they're going to find their acceptance. And when you're not experiencing that, that's when you do experience anxiety and stress and depression, and you feel unsatisfied and unworthy and all of these other things that go along with it. Sure, absolutely. So just be aware and make it a very conscious effort to um, just allow yourself to be fully present so that you can, you can just, be, you know, be connected to your God self or your happy self. Yeah. And, 
Yeah, and and with that, we've got to take another quick break. If you do have any questions for our happiness coach, by all means, give us a call. We'll be right back. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Social media is important to your business, but you might not know how to do it right. Doing social media yourself can be a challenge. I have discovered a company that gets it done for you. They post seven times a week to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Google+, and they can monitor reviews on over 45 sites at a price any business can afford. Get more information at GetSocialWithFee.com and get your free analysis to determine your company's social media effectiveness. Visit GetSocialWithFee, that's F-I dot com, and find out more today because doing it wrong is worse than not doing it at all. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. And we're talking with Teresa Proctor, our happiness coach today. And Teresa, um, we've been talking a lot about happiness and really just allowing happiness to be uh, there, be our truth, be very present with it. And um, you had mentioned over the break that um, that you do a specific prayer or medita- uh, meditation and, or a focus during um, during your relaxation time to help and support your happiness. And and I want to give this out right away so that if somebody wakes up unhappy, I know sometimes that we mentioned that earlier that when you wake up on the wrong side of the bed or you're just not feeling you know, on or or right, uh, what they can do actually to move into happiness. So um, do you want to give us your, your quick focus uh, during meditation for that? Yeah, one of the things that I like to do is just to say a little prayer. And you can do this through a meditation, so you can say this to yourself through your meditation, or you can just do it as a prayer, whatever works for you. But here it is. So it goes, Dear God, today I give up the thoughts of separation. Amen. It's very simple. It's very quick. Dear God, today I give up the thoughts of separation. Amen. So, and I like to use that every day, and especially like if you wake up in a bad mood, you're coming up on the wrong side of the bed. I think that that's really 
a great way to restart your day and to remind yourself that you're not separate, that you're one, and you're part of the one. And I think that that's really, really powerful to remember that, dear God, I'm giving up my thoughts of separation today. Amen. So simple, but very profound and a really easy way to begin to shift out of the focus on everything that you are not and focus on everything that you really are. Exactly. Because, you know, even in our society, you know, we're taught to be independent, right? Right. And we're taught to be independent in our life, in our work life, in our home life. Everything values independence. Yet, independence is driven by the ego. Our mini-me is independent. But we're not independent. We're part of the one. We're part of everything. And we have to remember and stay connected to everything, to the everything, and remember that we're not separate. We're part of everything. That's Yeah, that's a great reminder. And um, what else do you suggest, Teresa, for people to keep their regular focus on their own happiness as opposed to going into that I am or I can't mindset? Okay, so we've got exercise for 15 minutes. We've got meditation. We've got three gratitudes, and a random act of kindness. And what I like to do, the final thing, my final piece of the puzzle is keeping a journal. But let me say this. It's not keeping a journal in what you think. It's keeping a journal in when you take a class or when you go and do something special. Okay, write about that. You go to a museum, you go to an event, write about that. Keep the journal about something specific because keeping the journal can become tedious if you do it every single day. So make it something special, a class, uh, an event that you go to. It doesn't really matter what it is, but just make it special. So when you keep this journal and you're writing in this journal, it's something special that you can go back to and you look at it and it takes you back to that moment. And that's not an everyday event. (laughs) It's something that happens special. So if you're going to go on vacation, take a journal. If you're going to go to a meeting, uh, let's say you're going to go to a conference, um, and let's say it's a five-day conference. Uh, take a journal. Write about it, you know. Um, there's lots of things that you can journal about and lots of things that you can use it in different ways to do it. But just don't make it tedious. Don't do it every single day. Don't feel like it's an obligation that you have to do. This is something that's supposed to be fun and it's supposed to be constructive. And when you have to write in it every single day, it doesn't become fun, Right, exactly. It's another task on the list of things to do, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. which which takes people out of the mindset of happiness. Exactly. Yeah. So you need to just use it for something special. Sure. 
Definitely. And I think, you know, journaling can go two ways. It can be a, a, a release or an escape for, you know, for people. But what you're suggesting is, um, and that would be from negative things, but what you're suggesting is to really keep that so that it can be a reminder of the feelings that you experienced while you were doing that special event and how great you felt so that you can go back to it to you know, re, uh, relive those feelings and re-experience those feelings once again. Is that right? Yeah, and to look at the opportunity that that experience has given you. Because it's so many. When you go to a special event or, <coughs> uh, excuse me, or on a vacation or, or whatever you do that's special, Make that journaling special so that you remember it and the opportunities that it provided for you to grow, to learn, and to move forward. Wonderful. And um, what do you say to people about how they can discover what makes them happy? I always ask that question of my clients, and oddly, sometimes people cannot answer what makes them happy. So what do you suggest and say to people to help them to really explore themselves and explore their lives so that they can understand fully what makes them happy? Yeah, you know, it's funny. That's that's a really basic question, isn't it? <clears throat> and for most of us, we would think that everyone would understand that. But in my work, as in yours, I find that that's one of the last questions that people really and truly ask themselves. So, what makes you happy? Well, first of all, your purpose is to be happy. (laughs) So, your purpose is to be happy. Because that's who you truly are, is happiness. Your love and acceptance, happiness. And then you have to figure out how you're going to share that happiness with other people. Now, this gets difficult for most people. They can get the fact that they're supposed to be happy. But now, how am I going to share that with everyone else? That's the challenge. And that could be through medicine. That could be through playing sports. That could be through construction. You know, all those things are ways that we share our happiness. But it's not easy to find that and to find what you're really good at. It's not easy. And a lot of times you try something and then you try something again and you try something. And the point is to continue to try until you find that thing. Don't give up. I'm sharing your happiness because you've got to figure it out. One of the best ways, I think, that people can start to begin to share their happiness is just by volunteering. By volunteering, you start to experience what it feels like to give back, to start to share. And when you begin to share, <clears throat> that's what can help you to find what you're really supposed to share your happiness with. How are you going to share that? So that's what I say to my clients. You don't know what makes you happy? Okay, that's good. Go volunteer. <laughs> volunteer at a library. Volunteer at a school. Go volunteer. 
go go volunteer at Toys for Tots. I don't care. Just go volunteer, and you will start to feel and to figure out what really makes you happy. Sure. And the interesting thing about that, like being of service and putting yourself out there um, in service to other people that I have found in the, the whole idea of volunteering and serving others is really about taking them, uh, taking them out of their own stories or disconnection from happiness so that they can just, again, come back to that connection to um, unconditional love and service. Is, would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Because we get so caught up in the rat race, if you will, with the mini-me, and that we really forget who we are. And who we are is love and acceptance. And that's what we're supposed to give to someone else. So how are you going to give that? That's right. a big question. Right. And how can I be of service, uh, you know, more and more and more? And I have found, too, Teresa, that when people are stuck in that sadness or stuck in depression, mm-hmm. um, that... Uh, yeah, just connecting to how they can be of service to others really does kind of catapult them, again, out of that I am situation and into we are together. It's more of that connectedness and um, not that separation by any means. So Yeah, because the I am becomes I can't. <laughs> and right. that's just not good for anybody to be in the I can't mode. So when you can get away from the I am, I can't, that's the best thing into the we. Yes, definitely. Right. Because that's natural to us. We feel good when we're connected in a group. We feel that. Right, exactly. And um, as I mentioned to you earlier, Teresa, and to our listeners, what kept coming up for me over and over again, and it did this morning as I chuckled early this morning, um, I wake up really early and, and spend some time in prayer and meditation before I begin my day. And sure enough, on an email, there was another happiness quote. And I think this is a great way to kind of complete our interview today. And um, it said that many of us think that happiness is not possible in the present moment. Most of us believe that there are a few more conditions that need to be met before we can be happy. This is why we're sucked into the future and not capable of being present in the here and now. This is why we step over many of the wonders of life. If we can keep running away into the future, we cannot be in touch with the many wonders of life. We cannot be in the present moment where there is healing, transformation, and joy. And that was such a profound uh, summary of what happiness really is. And I wanted to share that with our listeners today, Teresa, to really say that it, it is here and it is now and your happiness is something that you can fully embrace right here, right now. Just look to doing it and do it right here, right now. It really is true. It's, it's kind of like, I know there's a meditation and it goes, commit today to being more present and more open. Let what you give come through you rather than from you. Right, beautiful. I, I think that's 
really, really powerful because so often when we're volunteering or <clears throat> doing things for other people or random acts of kindness even, uh, that can be from us instead of coming through through us. And I think that when we look at it coming through us as opposed to coming from us, it changes our perception totally. Yeah. And it changes the way that you look at others, and it changes the way that you look at yourself. Absolutely. And on that note, we are wrapping up our happiness segment here with Teresa Proctor. Make sure you check her out at TeresaProctor.com. And thank you so much for joining us and sharing your wisdom and insights with us today, Teresa. We appreciate your, uh, your service to our listening audience. Thank you so much. No problem. I enjoyed it. I had such a good time, and thanks for having me. You're welcome. And to the incredible women and men who serve our country, for all of us, we appreciate all of you. And thank you to our listening audience who compel me to continue to deliver the message of empowerment and possibility through people like Teresa and others. I really do appreciate all of you, and have a very inspired week, everyone. Thank you again for joining us this week on Direct Connect Empowerment. Team Mazanke will be back with another guest next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you then. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.